Okay, so welcome everybody back to the Clinical Research Circle. My name is Dan Sfera. I've got Ashley Margot. We've got Dr. Al Jazidli, and we've got Chris Sauber. And hey, where's soon... my fancy enunciation? Well, how would you like it to be enunciated, sir? We can we can uh, request your accommodation. Sauber. <laughs> Sauber. Chris likes the French, so it's Sauber. No, it's actually Sauber. it's actually Sauber is the correct pronunciation. Well, we got Latinos in clinical research. We have good articles on there, guys. Latinos in clinical research. We have CRISPR therapeutics, gene-based medicines. Okay, so CRISPR is uh, Dr. Al. Actually, it's between you and my dad, Dr. Al, who introduced me to the CRISPR. It was technically my dad first. And then you know how when your dad tells you something, you're like, okay, okay. But then when somebody else tells you the same thing, you're like, hmm, okay, now I need to pay attention. So this is exactly what happened. My dad told me about CRISPR, and then like a month later, Dr. Al did. So then I was like, okay. And then I looked it up. I told Chris, look, man, we got to like get some of this stock, the CRSP. I mean, and we've been doing very badly on this stock. We bought at the top of the market. It is a bad time for it any anytime, but you can keep it. Anytime CRISPR I buy, it's the... bad times. Yeah, yeah. CRISPR is one of the stock that I invested in long time ago. So uh, why is it so exciting for you? Because you said it's the Amazon. It's, it's the next uh, Amazon. Uh, uh, this is what they say in all the blogs about uh, CRISPR. Uh, it is very novel treatment for genetic disease in general. It is gene editing uh, uh, way of uh, for the a lot of disease. They started in genetic disease. Recently, they did the gene for sickle cell, and sickle cell is one of the most devastating uh, condition for the patient. Since they were born till they die, they have the sickle cell where they require blood transfusion. They have pain crisis and everything. And now with this in Philadelphia, I think they did study and they're going now and more advanced uh, stages in the study and they're showing very good promising results. And the, the stock used to be like in their, first of all, started in the theory. And I think last year in March went down to the theories, early th- low theories, and then start jumping after the study result was wow. published. Yeah, 39. And it went up to 180, 190. And now it's coming back. Because of the, but this is how the, the CRISPR, you buy it, you hold it, sell it when it's high, yeah. and buy, buy it again when it's slow. Gonna I'm not worried because of all the stuff I'm hearing, and even Kathy Wood from no. ARK Invest loves this company. Guys, this is not financial advice, just to show you why. This is where me and Chris bought it, probably exactly this day. January I buy it all the time. I've been investing with it in, for the last five years, buying and selling, buying and selling. It is a good stock. I love it. I love mm-hmm. the novel uh, novel aspects and the approach of it because this is going to be the future of medicine. Cell therapy, genetic therapy, and uh, yeah. all this thing. I think in, in, uh, in one of the companies outside the United States, they start applying it for cancer and they're saying they show it, they're seeing results on it. In China, there is a lot of study on cancer patients, especially lung cancer for a long time. And they're finding a lot of uh, good results, but nothing is still polarized as a clinical trial or anything to my knowledge, but it could be somewhere. I don't know. Maybe you can ask Margot because she's into the CRISPR technology since she was in uh, her college. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, uh, I think it was a junior in college. I was in medical genomics. And at that time, um, 
my professor, my professor, she was one of the three at the time when CRISPR was barely coming out. So um, it was pretty awesome. She, she showed us the technology. We swapped our cheeks and we got to go in and actually see how the splicing was done. Um, she did say that that was, it was the future of science and, and how all the regeneration cell stems research and all that was going to go. And I mean, you know, a few years later and here we are and CRISPR is doing really great things. And I mean, uh, I definitely think it's, it's a, a long-term investment for sure. 100%. Just like, just like all the other ones. Like, I mean, when you look at any general, like general tech, you know, um, they have really great ideas. It's a lot of innovation. It's just a matter of, you know, how they get there and, and when they get there. Um, so I think what, you know, you said, Dr. Al is, you know, buy it uh, when it's low, sell it when it's high and just continue to do that as you're going. Um, personally, for me, I think I would, if, if, if I were to uh, own anything on that, I would probably just, um, you know, probably just hold it straight um, and maybe a small percentage do that. Uh, strategy, but um, I think CRISPR is a really great technology. It's no doubt. Yeah, back to the Latinos in clinical research article. So this is going to give everyone an overview. CRISPR's CTX001 is a potential drug to treat sickle cell and beta thalassemia. Um, these are both disorders that affect the oxygen-carrying cells in the blood. After harvesting the patient's own cells from his or her bone marrow, medical professionals use CTX001 to edit the gene responsible for red blood cell production and infuse the cells back into the body. In 2015, CRISPR entered into a partnership with Vertex Pharmaceuticals to develop a number of treatments using this technology. Um, the magic is in the uh, Cas9 gene, uh, which is the... Can you explain this, Dr. Al, the Cas9? Cas it is uh, an uh, uh, RNA uh, that goes to the DNA and uh, uh, split or take the abnormal area of the DNA and replace it with a normal one. And that's why they, uh, this is the basic way of talking about it. That's, the, 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 that's how they overcome the abnormality in sickle cell and beta thalassemia. I have most likely a very dumb question, but when this occurs, does it occur within all the cells in the body? Because it, there's what, like trillion? Um, or uh, they have to do this treatment multiple times so they can oh, uh, get most of the cell, but in one time they will not be able to. Mm -hmm. Okay, so mm -hmm. it's not just doing it to like 10% of the cells and then the cells no, 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 replicate no. and then they replicate correctly. They no. have to do it to all the cells. It's a DNA, my friend. Okay. Wow, what an amazing technology. It oh is very, God. very exciting. It's one of the most novel treatment that's created in the 21st century. It is, it is something, it is, um, you know, it's, yeah. when, I, when I first read about it, I was so fascinated. Yeah, oh my you know, gosh, there is, there is, I think, a couple of articles in the Science uh, American Association of uh, Research science and research they they talk they talk about it a lot and they talk about the basic science of it even which is more interesting yeah so, kathy wood in a very famous bloomberg interview this is how much potential she thinks uh crispr has the three comp there are three companies with patents behind this cas9 technology they're all part of crispr okay the their market cap total is only five billion when you compare that to Apple uh, of one trillion, 
So mm-hmm. that's like a like just take that as context for what we're dealing with, how undervalued this is. Oh, not like that, but like I think what I like about it, like for instance, you're talking about the sickle cell and what it does. Um, that's obviously a very uh, intense disease, right? But the basis of it, what it's doing to help, right, with the uh, uh, hemoglobin, um, you know, if you take that and you can help like people that just have like low iron, right? Even the, the like the most basic kinds of things and how they it, that you know once they figure that out, like how far it can actually stretch out into the more minor issues or the more minor, you know, chronic issues that people have um, on a wide scale, like that would do a lot for a lot of people that eventually over time also create other comorbidities, right? So I think that that's pretty awesome. Yeah, Chris, you were saying something. Uh, I forget. It's okay. Um, (laughs) In this CTX001, more than 20 patients have been dosed with CTX001 across both trials. Completion of enrollment in both trials is expected in 2021, right? So we're going to have like a catalyst maybe with the top line data coming out this year. Additionally, the first patient with TBT treated in CLIMB uh, trial recently completed two years of follow-up and enrolled in the long-term study. Uh, They're also doing CAR-T therapies, utilizing gene editing to make immune systems able to recognize and attack specific kinds of cancer cells. So how does this work, Dr. Al? The gene editing for the uh, T cells? In addition, CRISPR has partnered with Viacite, a private company to develop treatment for type 1 diabetes. The partners who hope that gene editing can protect Viacite's replacement pancreatic stem cells from the body's immune system expect results from a phase 1-2 trial to be released in 2021. So if that trial uh, is going to have good results, top-of-line data, you're going to see another potential spike. Uh, in, that's another catalyst date. So I know, Chris, you and I have been holding this it's thing a bit, all it's year. It's a big market, my friend. It's a big market here for diabetes patients by itself. Yeah. It's a huge, huge market. Yeah. Yeah, type I mean, 1 diabetes. It's pretty much all over the world. Huh? Yeah, it's an underlying epidemic that we have. <laughs> so, Chris, you and I have been holding this. I, it seems like forever, but just for just since the top, no big deal. Mm-hmm. But uh, we got good catalysts on our side. Time is on our side with this one, Chris. A lot, yeah. lot, lot of exciting stuff. Yeah, hopefully uh, the FDA approves. So what CRISPR has been doing has been single gene diseases, but now they're going to start making the um, applications to multi-genes at the same time. They can turn stem cells into neurons that make up the central nervous system, which could have implications for creating healthy cells to replace problem cells in people with Alzheimer's or ALS. Newly developed mRNA technology could be combined with CRISPR to change the way clinicians treat diseases. Another thing Kathy Wood said in that uh Bloomberg interviews in the very near future, we're all going to have geneticists. That's going to be a new specialty of a doctor called the geneticist. It is, it is already there. Already there, yeah. but, but like yeah. accessible, like Medicare will pay for it. They, they even have, I know if you go to hospitals and I know this because when I was actually looking for work here in Austin, when I first moved, I thought it was really interesting that they, a lot of hospitals are trying to hire genetic specialists so that you can just sit with the patient and talk to them about like, their uh, genetics and things like that. And I, I thought that was really interesting. I didn't know that that was such a thing. Do you do counseling? Yeah, Margaret? counseling. No, I do, do not do, do counseling. 
Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, no, I just saw that, that that was an actual job and I had no idea that there was genetic counseling. Yeah, we refer our patients sometimes for geneticists where they can, if they have like abnormal, like BRCA testing or abnormal uh, gene testing, Lynch mm -hmm. syndrome or FAP, all this, we refer them to, to sit and counsel them about their what they need to do, especially right. females with the BRCA testing positive. Mm -hmm. uh, just for information, guys, uh, CRISPR is not the only company that do that. There is uh, about five or six company, uh, Natalia, Editus, uh, Blue, and uh, GNPX, all this is genetic testing, uh, genetic companies for uh, for the CRISPR. But, but CRISPR is just further furthest ahead, right? CRISPR is uh, the the technology itself. Oh, okay. And, okay, and, yeah. and the first company that got the patent called themselves CRISPR. Mm. Okay. I got you. But there, you have editors, I think, bought by another company. And uh, there is like SO, SO, Smago, SOMGO, also another company. Okay. Okay. Uh, by popular request, we're doing, uh, and I know nothing about the stock, guys. We just discover on this channel, and then we give you just overview. So, Aquestive Therapeutics, AQST, CNS disorders. Okay, so these are the ones that partner, like I said, with KMPH through Farm Film Technology. Uh, they're the undisputed leader in developing and delivering medications via film through Farm Film Technology. Dr. Al, what's the advantage of delivering medicine through film? Why is this needed? Because it's much better absorbed. It's in the mucous membrane. Get in touch with it directly. And it's much better absorbed directly to the body. As if you're giving it like, a, it's not exactly as if, but it is like absorption. The bioavailability of it is the same as IV. Okay. So here's the upcoming catalyst we talked about. Libervant, seeking partner outside US. Um, so it's basically diazepam in a film indication and it's they're filing it which uh this drug is a very addicting um that's one thing i do know about it that's mm -hmm. not allowed in most cns studies uh and then it's filed so this is the upcoming catalyst is it is it something that could be less addictive if it's in a film uh as opposed no, they're, to they're, they're not talking about the addiction it is they're talking about the delivery for it especially in seizures we give it IV, you can't give it oral, like wait for it like this. So the patient needs to take it uh, yeah. uh, right directly if they have uh, in, uh, uh, breakthrough it, seizures, cluster seizures. Yeah, but diazepam it. on its own is a controlled substance. Like, uh, So yes, the FDA doesn't just play games with this kind of stuff. No, I mean, no. um, because if it's, if it's on film, is it going to be not a controlled substance or it's the exact no. same thing? The absorption for it like uh, would be better. Delivery okay. method of delivering it, okay, would be better. Instead of the pills or IV, but you like, have this. But like the potency, Dr. Al, is, it, is the potency that, you know, if somebody's effective, if they took it like pill medication and they had the, uh, the, the height, the high chances of getting addicted, even though, yes, it's, it's, it's the same. Absorbed, it's the, same. Okay. the same. The only difference is that this is like as a, uh, on a film, it is easier to be given to the patient in case of emergency. Yeah. 
they don't have to so basically no, I... they're they're using the same strategy as chem farm because chem farm that's the pro drug if you remember the ligand uh this is the same thing they're taking drugs that have already been approved and in this in the case of aquestive right and this makes sense why they've partnered with chem farm for the kp415 so they're the next one is for breakthrough seizures cluster seizures diazepam so what do you think, Dr. Al, so far from what you know about I, this? I think this is also a new way of delivering medication, which is very good, which is like something uh, it's not available in the market. So it is a kind of catalyst. Diazepam, do you, uh, and I'm sorry, I really don't like, I remember, I know the name, but what exactly what does diazepam do? Is it like a... Anxiolytic it... and sedative. It can treat anxiety. Most people use it for anxiety and it's very addictive. Uh, but they're also using it, I guess, in lower doses for mu muscle spasms and seizures. Well, that would make sense then. That definitely makes sense why they would be utilizing that. And it's a controlled substance that <laughs> cause paranoid or suicidal ideation, impair memory judgment, combining with other substances, yeah, yeah. particularly alcohol, can slow breathing and possibly... That is very death. abusive. Wow. So do you think the abuse of the human abuse potential because of the new, because of the novel way of delivery is going to be improved? Unless they're no. doing microdoses. No, I don't think so. So the delivery doesn't do anything <laughs> other than absorb, but the the addiction is still there. All the addictive properties, everything is the same. Yep. So I th I maybe it's just efficacy then. Yeah, efficacy. It's uh, the bioavailability and the addiction and everything is the same. So write it up until it, it drops. <laughs> <laughs> write it up prior to catalyst, depending on how yeah. the market goes. I just don't understand. Why do they take diazepam? Like, if it's not for safety, all right. If it's not to uh, alleviate, because the the KMPH, it actually reduced some of the human abuse potential. The one we reviewed last last week for um for the ADHD drug, like it was That's completely the, different. The the KMPH is doing uh, anti uh, ADHD medication. Right. That less addictive than the traditional one. Right. So that makes that even yeah. better stock because it has better efficacy and safety. Yeah, KMPH is a, it's a very good company. So I, this I, has I, no difference in safety from the generic and it's maybe delivery is better. And I think that, also, for example, if a patient is having a, a epilepsy or something, they can put the, the film um, in the in the patient mouth and without delivery is better, the, as Doctor Allen uh, said. Yeah. So I I think Monica is right because if you have a patient that's actively seizing and you do not have an access and venous access to give him any medication, this will be the easiest way to do it through mm. putting a film in his mouth next to the mucous membrane, and he's gonna get the medication delivered for him fast and very effectively. I'm so wondering what. what what is the catalyst date for the the, the next uh, item? The cat, the next uh, product. Yeah, you said that there was a At, catalyst upcoming. Uh, yeah, for AQST, it's there's two. There's the um, KMPH one, so they're partnered with them. So it's March second. And then they have this in the second, first half of 2021, because they've already filed. The I NDA think this again. is already out. It's just today. Uh, yeah, it? but it hasn't been approved today. Um, so FDA is going to make a decision in the first or second half of this year. So if you go back to Yahoo for the stock, 
Yeah. Uh, um, it feels the stock is well overvalued. Um. Yeah. Well, Yahoo. Yeah, Yahoo's not the best for that because I've seen. It, but the and the chart events are neutral. But yeah, one year target estimate for AQSD is fifteen dollars, and it's five dollars. So I don't know why they're sure. saying that if their one year target estimate is fifteen dollars. Maybe yeah. they're testing it by the actual average of the activity that's going on. Yeah, it's like some algorithms they're using, not common sense. But um, this one, this is a catalyst, and then they have the NDA filing. And they, they just today announced the reaffirms near-term NDA resubmission for LibreVent. They have seven studies, completed, completed, has results, terminated, has results. Healthy participants, ALS, epilepsy, epilepsy. I think this is the one. Which one is the one that's... Uh, this oh, is diazepam. the one, This one, diazepam. Mm-hmm. Active not recruiting, University of Arizona. There we go. There we go. Let's wow. see, active not recruiting, 2020. Okay, so this one just finished, and then I don't know if they have results here. They don't have results for this one either, it, but it's for epilepsy is the um, – oh, here we go. This one has results. Uh, epilepsy, this one completed August 2020. So I guess they can resubmit. I don't know if that means they have to do another trial uh, or what happened. The FDA – written feedback direction on the FDA's expectations for the information and supporting analysis relating to the population. A quest have received a complete response letter from the FDA on September 2020 and completed type A meeting with the FDA based on the FDA's feedback, uh, as well as this further guidance from the agency. A continues to believe that no further clinical studies are necessary for the resubmission of the NDA for Libervent. Once submitted, once resubmitted, Equestive anticipates a six-month review process. Uh, ONTX Onkova, Onconova Therapeutics. Dr. Al, have you heard of this thing, ONTX? What do they do? They do oncology, I think. I think. Let's see. Yeah, it's oncology, and it's uh, also a genetics. And um, I recently read, I mean, obviously, they're, they're you know, in the Onkova red right now, like is, everybody. Uh, Let me see what they do. Crass plus lung and adenocarcinoma phase one, two. Um, they have solid tumor phase one to be initiated first half 2021. They have IV Rigosertib, Inspire, second line HRMDS, high risk myelodysplatic. What is this? Can you uh, dysplasia. Yeah, myelodysplasia. Phase, three, phase three did not meet primary endpoint August 24th. So what you really have is... Uh, uh, you have this new one in the phase one. It's one of these early stage ones that people are excited about. Well, this I think is like really excited on Reddit. People are loving this one. I think this one's actually going to be really good because when I was doing some of the research um, a week, I think about a week ago, they officially, and I think it says right there for February 16th, if I'm not correct, uh, when they got back with NASDAQ, they actually, since it's a starter, kind of a, a starter type um, mm. Typically, what happens is if they can sustain for, I think, more than five days uh, within the parameters of uh, NASDAQ, which in this case, I think it was holding or sustaining the uh, worth of a dollar per stock, which they were able to do, uh, NASDAQ officially like cleared them to be in NASDAQ, which is a pretty big deal for a starter. So um, that and then I think the other another catalyst that happened, um, if you I think you can find it on their website. I can't remember where I read it, um, but 
their, I believe their heads, like the, the CEOs and, and the head, the board and all that, they started taking on stock, like actually picking up like amounts of stock for the, for the company compared to when they were initially started. So yeah. Oncova, Oncova Therapeutics is a biopharmaceutical company. I'll do this. I'll go on the website for the other one too. Oncova Therapeutics is a biopharmaceutical company focused on discovering and developing products that treat cancer. Oncova's, uh, let's see, learn more. Pipeline, product pipeline, solid tumors, phase one, oral rigosertib, uh, RAS pathway inhibitor. And uh, uh, you know what? what I is know this, this company. This is the oral com- the company that's uh, uh, turning the IV medication to oral medication. And that's what their catalyst. They have a new product that's take the IV medication and they can do some mixing for it and it will be an oral. Well, that and makes that's it what they promising. want. I think that would yeah. be good too, because I think, isn't that, doesn't that make it easier for them when it comes to dealing with like uh, any research subjects and things like that? It's more easier them, for them to like monitor. It is easier for them and easier for the economy because imagine how much uh, money you're going to save by doing this on the hospitalization, side oh, effect yeah. of the IV medication, right. placement of IV accesses to do the IV medication going to be a lot of uh, going to be a lot of uh, advantages for the for that mm-hmm. yeah our product candidates designed for targeting cancer are derived from a novel chemistry platform and cell based differential screening which together define discovery approach uh, more than 150 novel core chemical structures thousands of unique compounds most are simple two ring or three ring structures built around a common core most kinase enzymes require the binding of ed- adenosine triphosphate or ATP to function. Mm-hmm. Unlike most kinase inhibitors, our proprietary library includes many molecules that do not compete with ATP binding site of kinase. What do oh. you think as a doctor, Dr. L, what is this promising? I think it's very promising. ONTX is very promising company because I, I think I heard about them in one of the, read about them in one of the articles, but I will not, I didn't look directly into their stocks or their uh, investing in them but now when you bring it up and like this i think it's a very novel and very good uh, company latinos in clinical trials is bringing you guys gifts even when it's on a clinical research circle uh this is what we do so we're gonna have eileen write about this company chris what do you think about that chris eileen schneider the writer should write about this um uh, yeah seems like good content i vote yes i vote yes <laughs> yeah too. me too for me selfish too. reasons <laughs> yeah. uh ON twelfth uh, uh, on on Conova's lead pipeline product is novel small molecule ON uh, proprietary first in class multi kinase inhibitor targeting tumor driving kinases including CDK four six and AMPK related protein kinase. Uh, wow, I mean I don't understand any of this, but Dr. Al, if Dr. Al's excited about this, no, it is very good. Yes, for especially for cancer patient. Okay. So Just that's when you that. hear, like, when, when you read that it's a killing cancer cell, it is exciting. <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah. if it's not having to compete while it's trying to kill a cancer cell. That's pretty major, I think. And then, oh, actually, let's look at the stock. So this is, it was in the 80s, like uh, in 2016, when it was probably developing this one that did not meet, um, you know, did not meet primary endpoint August 24, 2020. That's probably when it tanked. Oh, no, I think that in 2018, so something happened before where it didn't meet endpoints. 2019, 
so this is like starting over brand new uh, for the last few years. It's just been three dollars, two dollars, 19 cents, 34 look, cents, 30 but the volume's going up. If you can see that at the bottom, yeah. the volume is going up. Which means, yeah. So like, yeah. So it's it means that, you know, there's there's a lot of momentum building behind it, which is good. Here's the go. six see, month chart. Yeah. So six months, like if you, if you condense it, right. Um, there's a, there's a massive uptick and it's because what I, what I told you was because mm -hmm. one where, where now the um, heads of border, they're actually taking on stock, which obviously they find it, that it's, it's valuable. Right. And then two, because of uh, what happened with the NASDAQ. So if they're able to maintain with the NASDAQ, that means that they have um, a really good um, financial backing. 